Yeah. Uh. It's savings one on one. You feel me? I teach you how to save. You earn your money. You earn your money. I know you can. I teach you how to save. Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your end. I teach you how to save. Your bank account will be filling out with them dividends. Welcome Wealth Builders to Cafe Mooler, your spot for wealth building information, wisdom, and a pep talk. Can you believe it? We are now on the fourth podcast of the 100 podcast series. Now we're getting better each time and we will get better as we go. But this one I think you'll, you'll find pretty interesting. Uh, it's a little bit different from the other ones. But anyway, uh, this is 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. And today we're going to talk about when you have nothing to do, read. This is episode number four. And I am your host, as always, James Marshall. I'm a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management, a registered investment advisory firm registered in Texas and Kentucky. And we are here to give you some information that you can use. Now, I've been educating people about building wealth for 30 years. I've been advising them, managing wealth, and teaching them about wealth. This is a series from my book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. And if you don't have a copy, and I'll explain it more at the end, but you can get a free copy of the book as a subscriber. Now, I'll be talking about a lot of different wealth building strategies, some emotional, some physical, and as I always say, some spiritual. You never know what our guests are going to say. But the bottom line is, you're going to leave with some knowledge, and knowledge is wealth. So you should be listening because this podcast will help advance your thinking, and advancing your thinking will bring you more wealth, more money, how to get it, how to protect it, how to pass it on. So if you do, in fact, want to grow wealth, protect your wealth, and pass it on to your family, then you want to be listening, and you want to be listening often. So whether you're walking in your car, um, sitting in the back of a comfortable room in your comfortable chair with your headsets on, no matter where you are, be your mind, clear your thoughts, and let's have at it. We we like to start off with a little bit of uh, education in terms of uh, learning a new word in the world of wealth building. I call it the A to Z a financial definition. Today we're on B. B is for bonds. 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 It's a debt instrument issued for a period of time, more than one year. Purpose is to raise capital by borrowing as opposed to selling shares of it. The federal government, states, cities, corporations, and many other types of institutions sell bonds. Generally, a bond is a promise to repay the principal along with interest or coupons on a specified dates, which is called the maturity, and some bonds do not pay interest, but all bonds require a repayment of the principal. When an investor buys a bond, he or she becomes a creditor of the issue. However, the buyer does not gain any kind of ownership in the company or in the institution. They just get their money back. This is unlike equities. Bonds, you're loaning money to the company or an institution. Equity, you buy shares in the company. So that's bonds. Today's word is B for bonds. All right, so as they say, there is nothing new under the sun. So why we keep reinventing the wheel, I don't know. There's no point in reinventing the wheel when you can just read, find out what other people did, learn from other people, learn from other people's mistakes, learn from the victories. You know, we live in a time where information is literally at your fingertips. 
1966, an organization began with the idea of giving a book to every child. That organization is called Reading is Fundamental, and they are still going strong today. I remember Reading is Fundamental when I was a child. They would come to the neighborhood with their book. They had a bookmobile, and you can get a book uh, each time and read it. Turn in that book, get another book when they came back. And then eventually opened up a library in my neighborhood, which is in the was in the west end of Louisville. Uh, these type of efforts allowed us to expand our horizons beyond our neighborhood. Not knowing how can no longer be an excuse for not succeeding in life. You can blame social economic obstacles. You can blame broken or under, underfunded schools. Uh, you can even blame Murphy's Law. But you can no longer say nobody told you because it's all in books. Books, blogs, white papers, and reports. You just have to read it. The information is out there. And of course, you know, not to toot my own horn, but you can also read one of my four books. You can pick up Wealth, which is called Wealth Protecting and uh, Growing Black Family Prosperity. You can find that in the public library in Louisville, uh, or you can also get it on uh, Kindle. You can pick up my financial comic book, Mini Moguls, Lessons in Money Management, which is designed to teach kids grade five through nine about the benefits of saving, investing, entrepreneurism. Uh, That can be purchased through Kindle, or you can uh, go online to our website and request a copy of it. You can pick up our book, A Fool and His Money, which is available on Kindle. Also can be purchased through the website. And of course, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Uh, So there are a lot of authors out there today that can teach you about building wealth. I'm just one of them. So whether you're reading one of my books, or someone else's. Just make sure that you read. Now, today we're lucky because we're going to be taking you to the National Black Book Festival here in Houston at Fallbrook Church, where I was invited to be one of the authors at the Authors Corner, talking about uh, my book, A Fool and His Money. I met a lot of authors there. I talked with a lot of them, but there was two in particular that I felt would be good to join us. So I think that you're going to find what they have to say interesting, enlightening, and encouraging. All right, I'm here with Jonathan Miles. We're talking about the idea of of my book 100 wealth building secrets and the episode number two uh if you don't have anything else to do read now jonathan is a financial advisor wealth manager and he has a book that's entitled power to get wealth faith and finance strategy for the african-american community now you're in atlanta right yes sir okay now since i'm in louisville and in houston we don't have to worry about you stealing my clients so we no, should sir. be all right <laughs> we'll be all right <laughs> but jonathan tell me what do you think is the benefit uh reading towards building wealth? Yes, um, I think there's a lot of benefits. Um, Definitely, we have to empower our mind. Um, A lot of times what happens is that before we can really see the transition in wealth, tangibly, we have to first uh, change our mind, our way of thinking, and then it can translate over uh, to what we do naturally. Now, your book, what does it cover? Um, So Power to Get Wealth, um, it really takes uh, people from, and I primarily gauge it toward the African-American community, and especially as well the church community. Um, It walks you from stewardship um, all the way to detailed financial planning and financial management. So what we basically do, we talk about Power to Get Wealth, which is scripturally based from Deuteronomy 8.18, but it's an acronym that God has given me in regard to provision, opportunity, wisdom, experience, and resilience to get wealth. So we talk to people 
people about the initial stages of stewardship, uh, which really helps you to build disciplines. These disciplines can be carried over into more traditional financial management tools um, that can be applied to help you build wealth. And, and the word discipline is critical. I've been Absolutely. talking about that for 30 years now. I don't care what you're told, what you're shown. If you don't have the discipline to act on it, then what is the point? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how long have you been doing this? Um, I have been in the business since 2000. Okay, so you're just a baby. Yeah, yeah, I'm a baby. <laughs> but hey, but you know, the key thing is you know that knowledge can be transposed through writing. Absolutely. Now, now when, when is there something that you read in the past that led you into this direction, led you to this ministry towards building wealth for families? Well, of course, I've covered many of the financial gurus that are out there, the Dave Ramseys, the Susie Ormans, the Lee uh, Browns and, and, and other financial gurus. So um, the thing is, I think that um, my work um, particularly kind of deals with more so um, really catering to the needs and some of the issues and epidemics that the African-American community faces, particularly um, being able to address issues like over 40 percent of our households are led by single women. Also dealing with what that looks like, um, even when African-Americans are trying to get to a place to invest, but we deal with sometimes smaller um, uh, disposable income. Um, so being able to deal with some of those issues that we confront as a community and how we can still uh, develop the disciplines, as you stated, and still be able to move forward to build wealth for our families and for our community. And you know, Jonathan, what I want to do is take a moment to talk about one other thing that I pop into all the time now. We are gullible. Uh, oftentimes, there's a lot of get-rich-quick schemes. Absolutely. Uh, friends and family, uh, multi-level marketing. Uh, not taking the time to research the information on your own to find out if it works for you. Speak to that for me. Yes. Um, so one of the things I even talk about, because I have some Q&A questions in the back of my book about 50 Q&A questions. Um, I think definitely security is a major thing. Of course, you know, in the uh, financial services industry, there's a lot of regulation. Yes. So the good thing is that, you know, you can do the research to find out about the advisor that you're trusting to manage your money. Um, but then also there, there there are certain requirements that we have to meet to in order to stay in alignment with are we uh, making investment recommendations that are best suitable for those clients. So I tell, I love to tell um, those who are looking to invest um, that definitely one of the things they can do when they sit down with their advisors, they should be going through their investment profile to see what their risk tolerances are so that you can make sure that your risk tolerance is in alignment with the investments that that advisors recommend in the place in your portfolio. I think those things are important because as you do and build the discipline, you have to also realize you may need to put some things in a portfolio and then let the investment professional be the professional. Right. And so being able to know what your limits are and then being able to hand off some responsibilities to that professional that you've brought on your team to help you get to your next level, that's all important um, as it relates to security and safety and professionalism. And the key thing there, Jonathan, is, is, is the difference between looking and reading. Now, yes. as you know, people in our business love to show nice, glossy graphs and uh, moving graphs. And you just look at the graph going up and you say, okay, this is for me without reading the perspectives, reading about the investment. That's why I say reading leads to a wealth. What are your thoughts? Yes. Um, so definitely you need to be informed about anything that you do. So definitely having uh, access to your investment perspectives, uh, being able to also to uh, take advantage of all of these reading materials that are out here in our community, and yourself. Lot 
myself as a professional advisor, uh, myself in, as a professional advisor in the uh, investment services arena. Being able to see what information um, you have access to is really like the, the first stop mm -hmm. because you want to read and inspect um, what the expectation is before you kind of jump all the way in. Right. Now, where can they get your book? So my book uh, is available through my direct website at www.milestoneswealth.org. Um, or as well, you can look me up, Jonathan D. Miles, on Amazon.com. Outstanding. Thank you a lot, Jonathan. Good luck to you today. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. All right. So your name is? My name is Dr. Lucci Emanuel. Okay. Now, today we're here at the National Black Book Fair, and we're talking about the benefits of reading. And if you don't have anything else to do, read. Now, what is your point of view on that? I love that. Reading really is where all the knowledge is hidden. If you're not reading, then you're not, you know, you're not learning as much as you could be. Now, so what can a person get from reading your book? So my book specifically looks at health from a spiritual point of view. It talks about how God has given us our health as a gift and that when we take care of our bodies, it's a way of worshiping him and bringing him joy. From a point of view of a person saying, if I say to someone, listen, wealth and knowledge, wellness, spirituality, education, uh, what, what would I mean by the idea of reading to gain wealth? Well, I would have to agree with that. So as far as health, your health is your wealth. That's the one thing you can't put a price on. When you read, when you find out what kind of things you're supposed to be eating, how much you're supposed to be exercising, what you should be getting from your doctor or what you should be asking your doctor, all of these things help you eventually to continue to build up your wealth as health. <laughs> so very important to also consider reading about your wealth. Now, as a doctor, uh, did you read a book somewhere in your past that encouraged you to go this route? And not necessarily one book. Many Many books. So I come from a family of doctors actually, but I really wanted to get a different perspective. My mother is a primary care physician. I have a couple of uncles that are also physicians. But I want, as far as me, I wanted to know more about preventive health. So that's what I kind of studied and read about in undergrad. And when I learned that so many of people that look like me and you were suffering with things like diabetes and hypertension, that's what really motivated me to go to into this into medicine. You know, when I learned that hypertension is a silent killer, I still remember reading that statistic and just realizing wow, I need to do something about this. And that's what kind of started my passion for medicine. It's interesting that you brought that up because, so if you just take other people's word without researching yourself, that's probably not the best recipe for good health and, and, and wealth in it for that matter, would you say? I agree. You're right. You have to do your own research. You know, sometimes the doctor doesn't know the whole story. You know, I always tell my patients, if you don't tell me everything that your family members have gone through, I have I don't have the complete picture. So if you go in there with just part of the story or not necessarily describing all your symptoms, then it's harder for us to figure out what's going on. It's the patients that have done their research, know what's going on. And I'm not just talking about Dr. Google. I'm talking right. about actually reading and knowing what is going on with their body and, you know, writing down their blood pressures and those kind of things. It's those patients that get better care because they can give the doctor more information so we have more to work with. In that case, reading not only is to good health and well, but the spirituality piece of it is when you go to church, not just taking the word from the pastor, but knowing for yourself, reading your Bible. I love that. You're right. You know, so much of what we see in Christianity is just feeding from the pastor, going home and living your completely different life and just, you know, basing your life off of that. But when we go home and actually read the word and we learn about it and grow in it, then that's when we see our lives change. So, so reading reading can save your life. It can definitely <laughs> save your life. Yes, that's right. Well, thank you 
so much for the time. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. That's all we have for you today. But like I say every week, your learning does not have to end here. Please follow me on Twitter at James Marshall at Marshall Wealth. Like me on Facebook at Black Family Wealth at Facebook.com. Or check out our newsletters, articles, and videos on our websites. That's MarshallYourMoney.com and BlackFamilyWealth.com. On those sites, you can sign up for our email list and get a free copy of the book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Now, of course, I would love for you to download my new app. It's a free app called The Hive, H-I-V-E, Family Wealth Building System. It's in the beta stage, so I want you to download it, check it out, give me some feedback. Right now, it's available on Google Play, and we're waiting for Apple to approve it, so hopefully we'll have that available soon. And of course, if you like this podcast and don't want to miss any of the future episodes, be sure to like the podcast and also subscribe. Listen, we're just glad that you decided to tune in. We try to educate you while we entertain you, thus edutainment. Uh, the main thing is, is that you learn something new that you didn't know before. So until next week, keep building wealth. Yeah. Uh. It's saving one on one, you feel me? I teach you how to save. You earn your money, you earn your money. I know you can. I teach you how to save. Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your ink. I teach you how to save. Your bank account will be spilling out with them dividends. I teach you how to save. Rule number one: If it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.